Most studio owners decide to open their fitness and wellness businesses because they want to help people and add more meaning to their lives. Their heart is in the right place, they're great people, but scaling a profitable business that feels incredible to own and run is trickier than ever before. So where they get stuck is no one's ever shown them how to run a wildly successful business without the overwhelm and the chaos. Plus, they're doing it all alone. Until now. Welcome to the Geronimo Unfiltered Podcast for ambitious boutique studio owners who are allergic to average and know they're capable of more. They're just missing the how. I'm Dozer, your host, CEO and founder of the Geronimo Academy, and together with my crew and my community of owners and managers who are the doers and the implementers, we are on a mission to pioneer a better way to own and operate a health and fitness business while building a life you love, not hate. So if you're ready to push the boundaries, level up your money, meaning an impact, and stop doing it alone, then you're in the right place. This is going to be raw and unfiltered, zero bullshit. So take a deep breath, strap yourself in, and let's get fucking started. Welcome back to the Geronimo Unfiltered podcast. I'm Dozer, your host. And I'm Sophie. Today's episode is a juicy one. We love data, Soph, and the first week of the month, we collect data off all our studios in the million-dollar studio level. Why do we collect the data? So every month, we want to see how our studios are going versus the benchmarks that we've set and also the targets that we set in the previous month at our board meeting. So today, when this episode drops, we'll be on to board meeting number two for July to review you know, what happened in June and preview what the plan for the month is so they can win the month and keep crushing their goals. So we love this week of the month. It's one of our favorites. We then pull some data, we pull some insights, we pull some trends and we produce reports for the industry. So I'm excited for this week. In this episode, Soph, we're going to talk about the actual benchmarks that we give our studios so that they know which targets to aim for and why that's so important why we feel like we've earned the right to be able to have these benchmarks and some really useful tactical things that our legend owners can really do to now fast track the growth of their studios. Yeah. There's also a little exercise in here for you to measure yourself against the benchmarks that we set. So make sure you've got your pen and paper, full focus, and we can't wait to get into it. Let's get the episode started. Enjoy. Guys, welcome back to another episode. Today's going to be a very special one, okay? So every single month in the Million Dollar Studio layer of the Geronimo Academy, we get numbers off all our studios, mm-hmm. right? We get numbers off all our studios, the whole bunch of metrics we ask them, and we track a month on month, and Sophie's KPI'd internally on making sure that these numbers grow, so we have total alignment between us. You know, what's good for our business is good for your business and vice versa. Why we're fucking pumped is because we literally, like two hours ago, finished the last batch of the board meetings. So quickly, what are board meetings? So in Geronimo, we have revenue levels and we call it the all-star program. And based on what revenue level you are in, you will be on a board. So you're in the room with people that are kind of at the same stage as you, focusing on similar things at the same time. And that means you're in the right conversations. Yeah. So like small groups, we get together, work on some business shit and- Team problems of everyone kind of helping each other solve it's various so problems. Good. I it's love so good. Out with yeah, you. I'm so fucking proud of them. So, what we're going to do in this particular episode, it's almost like this kind of this press conference where we're going to release a new round of the trends reports, yeah, right? And the benchmarking first. reports. You've heard it here first. Why is this so important? And why do I feel like 
we've earned the right to be able to help you along with this. The first thing is, often the difference between the studios that fly and the ones that putter along is knowing what to aim for, having the right targets to aim for. The real talk, guys, is these industry benchmarks that you hear about from various HQs and networks, whatever it is, they are averages from average studios. Mm -hmm. And the average studio is a bad quarter away from shutting their doors. Our benchmarks, which we'll go through in a second, our benchmarks are the benchmarks to hit so that you outstrip the competition, actually move forward in your business. It makes a lot more economic sense. You make more money, you make a bigger impact, and you start to see more return from your effort. Yeah. I think the clue's in the name. Like the benchmarks we set, the benchmarks literally of a million dollar studio. Yeah. What gives us the right to tell you this? So far, this month, right now, these aren't hype stats. These aren't an anomaly. These aren't sharing the same screenshot from someone that did really well three years ago or pre-COVID. Our academy today has produced an 80% lift month on month in net growth of all the studios that are in our Million Dollar Studio Academy. 80% went up. The total number of net growth of all the studios in our Million Dollar Studio layer was just under 300 new members in one month. So our studios produced another studio, basically. (laughs) Our studio produced another Million Dollar Studio together. They had a baby. A little baby, a little studio baby. Oh my God, could you imagine what that baby would look like? Knowing our owners, love them. As a, yeah, so look, something we hear a lot on the way, in, especially this time of year. Yeah, shout out to our peeps in North America. You know, summer's coming up. You know, we're losing members. Everyone's pausing over summer. Down here, like studios, they're losing members in winter. Every man and his dog's booking a European trip for three months, including some of our staff. Bitch. Yeah, like the real talk on the street is that, you know, a lot of gyms are going backwards right now or, you know, they're just holding onto their nuts to try and get through the next couple of months. They're what? You heard me. Yeah. <laughs> Versus, yeah, well, like 80% of our studios are not just holding on, they're actually, yeah, thriving at the moment, which is really cool. Okay. I think we have to disclaim as well, like this episode we spoke about before has the potential to be boring as fuck, like talking about numbers. It's not boring. No, but I think- Numbers are fucking sexy. Shout out to the spreadsheet warriors out there. Loves the spreadsheets. <laughs> no, but it's really important because the first step to growing is knowing. And we are frightened sometimes to jump on calls with good people. And what happens, Ben? Well, I say this all the time. When students sort of reach out to us, one of the first things we do is go through some of these numbers. And yeah, we do something called a traffic light. Okay. So green is great. Yep. That's the metrics heading the right direction. Orange is, you know, there's room for improvement. Red is either a bad metric or I don't know. And there's so many times that we get on the call and these are key metrics, you know, we're talking about getting leads. We're talking about making sales. We're talking about turning those sales into members. All key metrics. And it's really scary the amount of people who don't track them or don't actually know uh, what good looks like when it comes to those numbers. So what's really cool, dude, is that when they come and meet you for the very first time, you ask them all these questions and there's a lot of, I don't know, or it's kind of 10%, mm-hmm. and I think it's 4%, I think it's whatever percent. And so we just go, okay, so you don't know. So the red, 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 red. And once they go through bench, oh, sorry, once they go through boot camp, <laughs> once they go through boot camp, they just get pounded, these numbers, every single week. And they go from I don't know to knowing to the week. Yeah. And then they get into Million Dollar Studio. And then we ask them the same numbers, but a different set of numbers mm-hmm. as well. Some business hit type numbers. And then they start moving from I don't know on some of these new numbers to like now they know and then now they grow. Mm-hmm. So- Something really funny happened um, last month. So we've just moved to going from weekly numbers to monthly numbers in our main program. 
and we're just about to, you know, nudge all this jazz, remind them about the new numbers coming out. And we started getting all these numbers coming in and we're like, what the hell? Who sent the link out? Who sent the yeah, link out? Yeah, I was out? like, fuck, so who sent the link out? Who sent the link out early? But <laughs> it was also our clients who, you know, we've been chasing for numbers for years and years and years. All of a sudden, like, they know how important these numbers are and they're yeah. filling them out before we even ask. Massive Fuck shift. Fuck, I love them. I know. That's so awesome. Wait, and I want to say as well, not only do they go from, like, don't know what my numbers are, I think a lot of the time business owners, they do become their own boss by design of owning a business and then they don't have anyone telling them what good looks like. Mm. They no longer have anyone to hold them accountable except themselves. They don't know whether they're doing a good job or not. So when they can benchmark themselves and have targets that we're setting and that adds up to a million dollar studio or like a really successful studio, all of a sudden they start to feel the relief that they're actually doing the thing they needed to do. I think that's really cool. It's awesome. All right. So what we're going to do here, team, take a second, grab a pen, however you're listening to us or watching this on YouTube, grab a pen, grab a paper, write this down. We're going to run through the benchmarks right now. And then I want you to benchmark yourself against ours as you go, or even after this podcast, after you've listened to it a couple of times. And we're going to kind of run through some insights as well of what just happened month on month in the Geronimo Academy. Is that cool? Very. Let's do it. Okay. So there's one, two, what's that? Seven? Seven. Yeah. yeah. There's seven different areas or elements or handbrakes or systems of a seven-figure studio. And we're going to run through these right now and give you the benchmarks to aim for. And we will have this as a download as well in our show notes. So you can actually refer to these month on month. The seven different areas of this. The first one is leads flow or leads. Now, everyone out there thinks it's fucking leads is like the be all and end all. It's not, but it's important to get the party started. So we'll run through all the labels and then run back and talk about the benchmarks. Yeah. So it sounds good. There's a lot of running. It's only cardio I do. So the first one is lead flow. The second one is your sales conversion rate. Now, what's important here is like, what are you actually tracking? It's not number of free trials, please don't do free trials, but it's the first sale. It's got to be an exchange of dollars, right? It's the first sale. It's your sale conversion rate. Then it's your rollover percentage. Now, the rollovers is newbies to full member, that conversion. That's a rollover, right? So when you manage to roll over a newbie to a full member, that percentage is the third thing that we track. The fourth thing And remember, we talked about this in a previous episode. The fourth thing is suspensions or holds. The hidden metric. The hidden metric, suspension tax. Mm -hmm. We discovered suspension tax. Well, the first ones in the industry to talk about this. Since COVID, it's become a real problem. Fifth number is churn, which is your cancellations as a percentage. Sixth is net growth. And then it's net profit. So they're the seven numbers. Let's go through these benchmarks now. Write those ones down. So for leads, actually, I'm going to bring someone else to talk about this. So can you run through these? I can. So for leads, run through the benchmark, the traffic lights here. So, or at least what to aim for. Yeah. So to aim for, super green for leads is 40% or more of your leads are actually organic when they come through. So do I unpack that for the listeners? What does that mean? Well, what it means is it's a depiction of the activity that's happening down at the studio and the brand that you're building. And... It's also important that you're not building your business on someone else's land because if Facebook Zucks kind of wakes up tomorrow and goes, do you know what? I actually hate gyms. No more advertising for gyms on my platform. What are you going to do? Yeah. So this reliance on a certain platform is scary and also 
not working as well as it used to. So you're going to need to perform at a certain level and also bring ad costs down because you're generating more free leads. 40% plus is where our best studios sit. Yeah. And look, in terms of actual like numbers behind that, like two or three leads a day is plenty for a studio to hit this super green number. The best studios only need 60 leads per month to hit their net growth targets. And why? And jump revenue levels because they are also hitting the internal conversion rates on the phones and then in the studio and they know how to keep these guys. They're great converters and they're great retainers. But hang on, what about every now and then like guaranteeing leads and guaranteeing 400 leads a day and all this kind of shit? Like Leads are great, but members are better. So mm. if you can actually... <laughs> if you can actually convert, why the hell would you waste your time? And retain. Either exhausting... The market because you like got all of them on your list now or calling all of these leads that might not actually be the best quality. If you can get 60 quality leads and then convert at a high percentage, then you've saved time, you've saved money and you're not desperate out there in the market. Cool. Okay. If you're getting about half your leads organically and you're getting sort of two or three leads a day, give yourself a pass mark. Uh, less than that, give yourself an orange. And if you don't know your number, that's a red. That's a red. Yeah. Okay. So we're getting all these leads. Now the next one is sales conversion percentage. What are the numbers, Ove? Humble brag, our studios are converting at an average of 50% on the phones. Just had to throw that out there. Shout out to you guys. But the super green is 40% plus. Okay. Um, look, Glenn, this point, 40%, that means there's 100 Facebook leads come in a month. A studio is selling 40% of those leads onto an intro offer. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. That's not even like a cheap offer or anything like that. Most of these studios are just playing with the price now because they're so good at converting, turning it up. But yeah, if you're sitting at 30% plus, you're in a really good spot. That's the initial KPI that we get our studios in the academy to hit. And then they get really bloody good at it. And that's why we're talking about the 50s. How's everyone selling this site? Are they waiting for LulSnap to send out an auto email? God, no. So yeah, these guys see the leads come through and then they're trained weapons at picking up the phone and calling them and closing them on the phone, payment details and all. And they get them down to the studio and then they roll them over at 80% plus. That's the next metric that you want to be looking at. Can we just take a moment? Yeah. Where did the 80% come from? The 80% came out from- of our ass. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's a real chat. Back at our first studio, everyone was telling us that 30% was the number. 20 or 30% was the number. Yeah, we had our own F45. We- Ask around the network, what's the number? Yeah, 20%, 30%. That wasn't good enough. Yeah, right? so it's fucking says who? No. So like everyone else who's broke? So Dozer and I were like, what do we need to do to hit 60%? What do we need to do to be twice as good as the industry? So we thought, okay, great. Well, we came up with our plan and we said, okay, now we've got to tell the team, right? So we're like, fuck, if we tell them 60, they'll probably get 55 or 50 and we'll be a bit short of where we are. So why don't we just tell them 80 and then they'll probably get 70 and we're still 10% above where we are. But like the coolest thing happened is by setting that bar so high, the team just didn't have any like room to move. So they started hitting 80% and 80% and 80%. We're like, okay, well, that's the number. Yeah. And then not only did they say, all right, industry average is about 30 to 40. We're going to double it. And I want you to roll them over within their first three sessions. <laughs> yeah. And then- We did. You did. Yeah. And then we built a- flow around it, we build a system around it. Now we're teaching it to studios all around the world. And it's fucking, it replicates. Yeah. Soph was getting um, a little rollover bonus at one stage and I think it became a problem with the tax office at one stage. (laughs) So all your rollover money? I was Uh rolling, yeah. (laughs) Our address is. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was like breaking the four-minute mile and really like proving what was possible. The thing I love the most about that is you've done the hard work with those first two, with generating leads and then selling them. Now these guys are in your studio. They're in your town. Yeah. 
it's your job to make sure they don't leave. They're your members to lose at this point. So because these are the people are the lives that you've got to save. And yeah, it's my favorite metric. It's the thing I am mm-hmm. most passionate about teaching. All right. So leads, we want to get about 40% of them coming from organic yep. and you're getting about two or three leads a day. Yep. Yeah. You don't need a gajillion leads. You need leads. You don't need a gajillion of them, right? You wouldn't have to if you actually converted some and, and retained more. All the leads that come through, you want to hit around 30 to 40% plus on sales conversion rate. That's what you should be aiming for. Rollovers is 80%. 80%. That's the target to aim for. Now, holds, suspensions. Really quickly on this one. Sub 10% is the sweet spot. Otherwise, you're missing out on revenue. That's it, right? So if you're looking at your percentages of your suspensions and it's like 20, 25s, and some of our studios are at 25%, you just need to get on the phones, Ben, and it's full contact, see where they're up to, everything like that. We've got a whole thing around suspensions, but we'll keep rolling. So churn, cancellations, what number should people be aiming for month on month? 5% is the KPI in Geronimo. Anything less than 5% is super green. Great. Yeah. This is one of those ones where yeah, industry average is somewhere between 8 and 10%, uh, depending on country and particular solid training. But what, what I know, like- I'm no mass prodigy, but you know, 8% over 12 months is 96. That's almost 100%. So if you're at 8% churn, which is apparently the industry average, you're going to lose all your members this year. It's too exhausting, guys. It's too exhausting. It's so hard. Like, it's so hard to outrun bad chat. Yeah. You you tell your members every single day, it's you can't outrun a bad diet. I'm telling you, anything more than about an 8 or a 9% churn, it's a bad diet. And look, you can't outrun 5% churn. You will be growing if you've got that front-end acquisition system working. But where we see studios really fly is if they get that churn down to 2 or 3% and get the leads of sales and rollovers happening, that's when the third growth really takes off. One of our best studios in our rock star level of the All-Star program, so towards the top, just before they become a million-dollar studio, they have over 400 members and they're sitting at 1.4% churn. Oi, I'll tell you what, if anyone comes in with near cancelling, they have a whole protocol around it. They treat it as in, like they treat cancellations like a sale. We'll say that again. Mm. They've got 427 active members as at like two days ago with a 1.4% churn. They treat every cancellation like a sale with that same heat, that same intensity, that same focus. You compare that to studios who are, you know, there's a cancellation form that gets filled out and it goes into some automation. And no one actually speaks to them and fucking- Yeah, all the old- Yeah, as someone's walking out the door, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm cancelling. Yeah. To the, to the trainer and they text the owner. Okay. Yeah, they text the owner. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very, very different. All right. So now we're in net growth. So keep writing this stuff down. So we're, now we're at net growth. What do we aim for in our academy for net growth goals? Green is anywhere from 10 to 18 members per month. So straight in membership sign-ups or rollovers minus your cancellations equals a growth of 10 to 18 is good. We've got these simulators in the academy where we work out what we call the green line, and that is based on where studios are at right now and where they want to be by the next time we all meet at like our big, we do these big things called summits three times a year in the million dollar studio layer. It's a multi-day event. Every time we do a summit, we want all our studios to go up a star level. So they go up revenue by about ten to $15,000 three times a year. To get on that trajectory, we call that the green line. What do they need to hit? What toes do they need to hit every single week in order to get a result every single week to get them 
jumping up a layer. There's nothing by hope, nothing by chance, simulators, calculators, all that kind of stuff. So the number is 10 to 18 net growth. Yeah, that's the one. Just boil that back a bit. So that means that green line number to jump by 10 to 15,000 in revenue a month, it sort of boils down to growing by about two or three members a week. Yeah. So it's actually pretty bite-sized. Yeah, it's, when it's, not, it's not like a massive hype week. It's just consistent net twos, consistent net threes is the difference between where you are right now and your dream number. That's it. Yeah. And, and the last one? Watch what happens when those people get like their targets. It's crazy. Net profit. Well, the net growth number directly relates to how much net profit you have at the end of the month. So 30% plus is super green and anywhere from that kind of 15 to 30% is, is a pass mark and that's a really good place to be sitting. So the green KPI for net profit is that you're at 15 to 30% net profit every single month. You're not just getting to the end of the month and seeing how much is left over, but you're actually actively looking at what revenue you need to produce and then also what your P&L needs to look like so you can take some money away from the business. The studios, when they first start submitting to us, generally don't actually know what their net profit is or they're lazy on reconciling and that's not good enough if you want a profitable business. So it's really been awesome to see the transition across to knowing what it is and even if it's not where it needs to be yet, just actively moving up towards that 30% and plus. Yeah, look, it's as a business, yeah, as a business owner, it's not your accountant's job to give you your net profit number on a tray three months later when he's doing your bars. You need to know this every single month. So that's your obligation as a business owner to know where it is and then you can start to improve it. So they are the benchmarks team. I hope you wrote them down. We will have them there as a download. Uh, it's one of the pages out of our benchmark reports that we put out there in the industry. What I want to kind of share right now are some of the new learnings, the new insights month on month from the submissions we just got for May versus April. Now, what we can tell you is 80% of studios have grown month on month their net growth. Sales percentage with our guys in the academy, that's not the problem. The majority of the studios are in that superpower level and they're converting at 40s and 50%. What's fucking huge there is shout out to Anna from our team, mm -hmm. our sales coach. She panel beats them with love. When they first started coming to the academy, they were like, oh, God, is that a phone? I don't want to. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, speak I'm, to I'm a trainer. I'm not a, I'm a trainer. I'm, I don't, I'm, yep. I'm not in sales. I'm not a trainer. Uh, don't we have automations for that? Yeah. All that shit, I'm right? salesperson. And then Anna, basically, what does she do, Fove? She, with so much love, just whips them into shape is yeah. probably the best way to put it. She's so passionate about what she does and turning, like, just everyday people into sales weapons who start to believe in themselves so that they can get others to also believe in them and help them on the phones. The second biggest thing that's happened is people made more profit once they started tracking it properly. So if in our academy, a few more than we would like to admit sometimes, tracked as a don't know for net profit, which in our world, that's red. It's not good enough, right? You're a business owner, that's not good enough. Once they started tracking that properly and actually got the help around that, King grew. Yeah. The third thing is that the studios with higher churn, it's actually a staff problem, generally a staff manager problem. It's not, except for one or two. There were not that many people that submitted and had a shocking churn. There were two that it was related to something different, more towards their onboarding process and a lack of an indoctrination. But 
the remaining studios every single time it was to do with a trouble manager that the studio is working through. Because we've got a whole bunch of modules, processes and stuff that we're kind of aiming for around retention and churn. But in this particular case, it's not the how, it's the who. Mm-hmm. If you've got a sneaking suspicion, you'd probably know. Uh, if you're listening to us right now and you think, yeah, fuck, that might be us, mm. you probably know, right? Again, reach out. We could probably help you with some stuff in the background completely just for advice. The biggest thing that I can say beyond the numbers, the story beyond the numbers, so if, like I said, that the studios that grew, it wasn't out of hustle and grind and 100-hour weeks and doing everything themselves as the owners. It has been about two things. The first thing was focusing on the one thing. Yeah, you know, when they first meet us through chatting with Ben, most studio owners, they don't do any planning. There's no structure to their business. There's no regular pulses or beats through their business. It's just week on week, crosses on crosses. Well, we go into six weekly sprints. We meet every four months. We do some big planning. We do six weekly sprints. We do monthly meetings. We do that exercise, the handbrake audit exercise that we've just done with you to identify what that one thing is that they need to focus on over the next six-week cycle to lift their numbers so they can jump a revenue level at the next summit that we see them at. So then we have an implementation plan and what great looks like, what done looks like, so we can get to an outcome. And so that's what they focus on without fail for the full six weeks. And the feedback from them, and this is more towards like, if you feel like you're that person jumping from crisis to crisis, you don't know where to look and what to look at next. And you feel like you're making some traction and then the toilet breaks and then you go back to the work and you're like, what was I doing? They know exactly where they need to jump straight back in. And when their focus is kind of pulled around, it's not like they come back and they have shiny object syndrome. They actually know what they need to focus on and it's less whiplash for their team too. So- the focus on one thing, we do sprints, six weeks, long enough to get so meaningful done, short enough to not fuck around. Fuck around. Sorry, Mom. Wow. <laughs> but the second part of the underlying story here is it's not, yeah, it's not the hustle, it's team alignment. Mm-hmm. We've really been digging in on this, right? Team alignment, setting KPIs, holding your team accountable. And most times, owners are like, oh my God, I have to set them KPIs. First, what's a KPI? And secondly, I've got to set these things. What if they leave? right? And nine times out of 10, Soph, what has actually happened? They grow. They fucking grow. Like just one example, there's an owner that we work with who has multiple studios and after setting KPIs for her team, every single one of them grew in the last month. One of them is up 33% month on month revenue. She put on an extra 10K in one month. And the only thing that changed, it wasn't the processes. She had access to them the whole time. It was the team being in charge of that. And instead of her just jumping in everywhere where things were falling down, she coached them on it. She became a leader. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. I'm so proud it's of so, her. It's really cool. She's gone from being this like rescuer, but now her team have really stepped up and like with this extra accountability, they go like, thank you. This is what I've wanted. So yeah, it's about the focusing on one thing. Like while everyone out there is telling you guys to do more, 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 we're actually bloody saying like half of what you're doing probably isn't fucking working. And the real problem is you don't even know which half. Mm. So what we do in our academy is we actually take shit away from you and just go, okay, now we're going to load you up with the high-performing version of that system that actually works today, right now, in this economy, in this market, right now. Not an old tactic, not an old template from like pre-COVID, yeah? It's always being dated 
with not just our ideas, but what's working right now in all the other studios is what do we love about the Academy and, and our epic community is that they're always adding to it and they're always refining it and sharpening it, coming up with new stuff in today's economy. And that's why it's unparalleled. So now you know why it's important for you to know these benchmarks because the studios that know what to aim for, what to shoot for, otherwise they're going to have the best chance, right? If you don't know what you're aiming for, then you're always going to fucking miss it. Oh, I have a quick um, example. I was talking to a studio once that he was scared to kind of coach his team. He was scared to coach his team and give them targets. And it, it was because there was no context behind it. So I gave the analogy of like, if you had a member and you said, all right, do a hundred kilo deadlift. And then they were like, okay, why? Just do it. Just pick up the bar and do it. What they don't know is... Do the deadlift because it's going to make you stronger and I believe that you are capable of doing this. Do the deadlift because it's going to strengthen this, that and the other. And so if you do give them that and then you coach them on the how, then immediately they know what they need to aim for and why and they're going to give it a red hot crack rather than just having a number put in front of them with zero context, zero meaning and just kind of shooting for nothing. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. What I want you guys to do right now is to benchmark yourself against our benchmarks. Right. And be honest. If you don't actually know, then it's red. red. Okay. Benchmark yourself against our benchmarks, not the industry ones. Then have regular planning meetings with your team. Have time with yourself where you actually plan out the next quarter, month, or whatever it is. Also do six week sprints if that's what you think will work in your world. You've got to really identify the number one thing that's holding you back right now and then just work on that. Just work on that until that's not the problem anymore. You know, there'll always be more frameworks and different kind of ways to skin the cat. But ultimately, the first step to growing is knowing. Start there. Now, because of these benchmarks reports that we will be releasing every single month, we want to really help you guys. If we're in your ears and you're one of us, we love you the bits. Yeah? Yep. We do. And we're grateful for you guys. We want to help you. So we're offering these free 20-minute tune-ups. The idea behind this is I busted my tires the other day, took the car in, and I said, how long will this take? He goes, mate, we'll do it on the spot. 20 minutes, we'll get the car in, fix it, and then off you go while you're waiting. I thought, that's a really fucking, no, I want to do that with businesses in this industry. So 20-minute tune-ups, the link's in the show notes. You will leave with a better studio than when you kind of rolled in with and a strategy that we would probably normally charge for. You'll probably chat to Benny or mm-hmm. Pete or myself and just for you guys, because we love you, off you go. Thank you for listening to this particular episode. We'll catch you in the next one. Lots of love. Bye. Thank you, guys. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If something resonated with you, then do one of two things. Either leave a review or send this episode to a mate who's in the industry who might need to hear this. But if you want more right now because your head might be spinning and you're like, all right, those, that what the hell do I do right now? Then in the show notes, you'll find a link to where you can book in for a free 15-minute checkup on your studio where we get to have a look at how you're going right now and where some of the kind of quick win opportunities are to get you moving faster. I can't wait to be back in your ears next week. And if you're listening to this right now, I want you to know that I love you, I appreciate you, I'm grateful for you, and I'm in your corner. You are on the right track and I believe in you. So keep going and I'll see you next week.